The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Hey everybody, welcome to the Be Kind Rewind podcast. I am your host, the Big Llama. This is the podcast where we talk about and listen, uh, oh shit, talk about, where we talk about movies and I bring on guest hosts and, and, and we talk about our favorite parts of movies and just an overall podcast for the love of movies. And so tonight we're going to be talking to Roman to Raw and uh, the movie we're going to cover is Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Uh, it's a 2006 movie. Uh, it stars Will Ferrell. It's directed by Adam McKay. And um, has John C. Riley, Sasha Baron Cohen, and a host of other people. So let's not waste a lot of time, guys. If you like these types of things, like these types of uh, podcasts, make sure you follow. Make sure you um, you know subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, on Apple uh, Podcasts, whatever wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure that you're following the Be Kind Rewind podcast hosted by the Big Llama. If you're looking for movie reactions. Go over to the Big Llama Show on YouTube. You'll find me there, and you'll find this podcast and video version um, so that you can see our, our beautiful faces uh, as we talk about this movie, which which is a very, very funny movie. So I'm going to bring on my uh, guest today, Roman to Raw. Welcome to the Be Kind Rewind podcast. How are you tonight, sir? What's going on, Llama? Long time yeah. no see. I know, I know. <laughs> So it's it's an honor to have Roman here on on the uh, Be Kind Rewind podcast. We again, the the whole purpose of this podcast is to bring people on who love movies or love movies just about as much as I do. And so you have seen Talladega Nights, The Battle of Ricky Bobby, countless times. What, what, what brings you back to this movie, and, and why do you watch it on repeat? Um, I would say mostly just because me personally, when it comes to movies, I'm a, I'm a comedy guy. Um, so Adam Sandler, Will Ferrell, um, all those guys. I mean, even even all the guys they make the movies with. I, I can't I'm bad with actors names, but. But Happy Gilmore, you know, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, it, it, the list goes on. I've seen I've seen them all. And they're just classics, real classics. Yeah, now I I'm, I forgot how many movies Will Ferrell did with John C. Riley, but I know he did Step Brothers with him, which is another classic. But this one, I think more than anything, it, it's it's there's a style to this movie that that is that is hysterical. Like he plays it so straight, <laughs> like like he's an actual character, and the ridiculous things he says and the situations he gets put in. Um, for me, one of one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies, um, you know, again, Step Brothers is up there. Um, old School is up there for me, but uh, this one right here, I, I will watch on repeat. My, I think my favorite Will Ferrell movie is Anchorman. Damn, I mean, that's a good one. That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Anchorman is is to me the most ridiculous, stupidest movie, but the most quotable and fun time I've had watching a movie. But again. That's a Will. Those are Will Ferrell comedies, and you you have to come to expect a certain level from Will Ferrell. And they never um, lose their touch either. Like every Will Ferrell movie I've seen, no matter how, like Talladega Nights for prime example, I've seen that movie a thousand times. Every time I laugh at it, every 
every single joke that they have in there, hilarious. Don't no matter how many times I listen to it. <laughs> you know, it, it's it, it like there are so many like moments in this movie that I can replay in my brain. Um, and we're going to talk about the funniest quotes in the movie. We're going to go through the different quotes, but there's just so many different moments. Like like prepping for this podcast, I was like running it back in my head. I'm like, oh man, there's the scene where he stabs himself in the leg in the hospital. Um, Take another scene. knife, just to get it out. <laughs> right, right. He's got a tough love. Tough. <laughs> he can walk. Um, you know where he's where he first gets on on air and he puts his hands up and he doesn't know he's, what to do. With this <laughs> Jimmy did it on the last. He said, "He said I don't know what to do with my hands." <laughs> I mean, there's just Ricky Bobby. Just, is that two first names? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, if you're not first, you're last. I mean, the the the, the little baby Jesus scene. Um, you know, yeah, the, the Italian uh, the, the antagonist in the movie, the Italian race car driver, like. Oh yeah, yeah. Formula, <laughs> like, <laughs> but like all that stuff. Um, Frenchy, you know, he's like Frenchy. You might as well just break my arm because <laughs> I ain't saying it. <laughs> he breaks his arm right then and there. <laughs> um, so no, that's what I'm saying. Like there, there's so like so many moments in the movie that are funny that if you just played those clips on their own, I think brings it to the next level. And so um, that's what I think keeps the movie uh it, it made it fresh in my mind is that i i can always think of these scenes and still laugh in my own head so that tells you it's, there's a comedy right there um, oh my gosh like when they, <laughs> the, the kids are going off on their grandpa at the table right i'm all hopped up on mountain Dew, yo that <laughs> classic classic <laughs> exactly so like i said it's it's one of those weird movies that like i and again i think anchorman had the same problem is like you weren't sure unless you're a big will ferrell fan you weren't sure what to think right um because here's the tagline i'm gonna read it for you from imdb it says number one nascar driver ricky bobby stays atop the heat thanks to a packed with his friend and teammate, Cal Naughton Jr. <laughs> but when a French Formula One driver makes his way up the leader uh, leaderboard, Ricky Bobby's talent and devotion are put to the test. <laughs> like it, it plays so serious in its like yeah. description. But what it actually <laughs> is is just nuts from the it's beginning. A, a series of nutty things that happen. Um, let me see. Let's go through the cast list. I always like to see who is in this movie and... Uh, of course, I can't find the fucking cast list when I need I the it, cast. I got list. it right here. I'm already going to I, you know, I have everything, you know, queued up, and uh, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have this ready to go. And no, I don't. <laughs> I was like, before I even came on here, I was like, let me show Lama. I'm serious. I went and, like looked up like little facts about the movie and got the got the cast right here. Got the uh, the the regular overall on another page. Come on. All right, let's see. You, so going through the cast list, and this is this is always fun, right? So obviously, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley as as Cal Naughton Jr. That's like the heartbeat of the movie. These this is the these are the two guys who play off of each other so well, and that's why they've made so many movies together. Um, but I think I think the MVP is John C. Riley. Like if you really think about his performance here and in Step Brothers, he's a ser- he he's known for to be a more serious actor. 
Yeah. And he come and he comes in and does comedies and just like he steps toe to toe with Will Ferrell. <laughs> but I, but uh, I, feel, I feel like it's with Will Ferrell though. Like they just have that that like charisma yeah. together. It's hilarious, hilarious. Right. You find you find that that like partner who you can play off of and, yes. and have that chemistry. So yeah, no, John, John C. Riley is to me. And that's why I put my name down. If you see it there in, in the uh, in the lettering, <laughs> for those of you in the podcast world, you don't see it. It says the Big Llama, aka Mike Honcho. And uh, I, as we, when we started, I told Roman, I was like, "If you know, you know <laughs> who Mike Honcho is." <laughs> it's the it's the pseudo name that I used when I posed in Playboy. <laughs> Mike Honcho. I think he says that I spread my butt cheeks and everything. <laughs> I think he says that. <laughs> Yeah, isn't, um, isn't that when he was like in the fake in the fake coma? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when he's coming in and out of, of consciousness. <laughs> you were asleep. <laughs> he was he was uh professing his uh his confessing all his sins. Um, he, he was asleep for like two days and his wife left him for his best friend. Oh my and that's another thing too, is like his wife was so shallow in the movie that you're like, wait a second, he's just up. It, He's not the number one racer, and like, and and the funniest I think bit was like, oh, um, he may not race again. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do for money? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I I think the dynamic too with, that was interesting was like, Cal Naughton Jr. the character is just as good as Ricky Bobby in terms of race, right? Like like if mm-hmm. if you, when they're racing, they're both neck and neck the top the top dogs. And it's only sometimes because Cal Naughton lets him, lets him win by doing that slingshot move, that you know Ricky Bobby's on this streak. And he and and the one time he's like Cal's like, hey man, you, you think like one time I could I could just win the race? You know maybe you yeah. slingshot me to the front. <laughs> well, bro, I was like, but then that would mean I would have to come in second, and I can't do that. And he's, <laughs> And he's like nonchalantly, he's like, never bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He's like, he's like, well, then I would lose, right? (laughs) Like, nah. No, no, that's stupid. Right. And Chauncey Riley, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. (laughs) Oh my god. Let's see. You got Sasha Baron Cohen, which he gets top billing in the movie or higher billing because he's such a bigger star. But he was on he was only like the second half of the movie as the John Gerard. The uh, the the Formula One driver, <laughs> not Formula One, Formula One. Yeah. Um, I see. Ricky Bobby's dad is played by Gary Cole, um, which I I think that guy is funny in all the roles he's in. Um, but I I don't know this again. I don't know if you know this, but Gary Cole was actually played the dad in the Brady Bunch movie. I don't know if you know this. No, no I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I so I I I watched the Brady Bunch movie, and I hate to admit this, like ten times. And I constantly, and whenever I see this guy on film, I'm like, that's the Brady Bunch dad. And that's all I can and I think of every time I see him. But he's done tremendous work. Um, Not to mention uh, my, Michael Michael Duncan. Oh, didn't he, didn't he die? Yeah, yeah, no, he, he passed um, a couple, I mean, some years ago. But yeah, he he is, he's funny as hell in this movie. Like, I, he has the best hospital scene with him where, where uh, we were just talking about where um, where Ricky thinks he can't walk anymore. And then he's he, like, all right, so there's a bit there, right? And and so if, if you guys are re-watching this or re-watch the movie after, after listening to this, 
watch the hospital scene. There's there's a whole sequence when he when Will Ferrell stabs himself, and then he freaks the fuck out, like <laughs> right. Michael Clark Duncan is breaking character. He's breaking character in that scene. He's laughing at Will Ferrell's reaction, and he starts to cover his face like on a, on a Saturday Night Live sketch. He just can't hold it together. And if you watch that scene, you'll see it. You'll see him in the corner just start laughing and start covering his mouth, and they kept rolling. They just used that footage. Um, but they so did I, a lot in that same scene because I, I actually found on one of the facts that um, that in that same scene – as as they shot it over and over again, they were getting more and more reaction the bigger the knife. Yeah. So if you go back and watch it, like in one scene, the, the, the knife's shorter, and then the next scene, it's longer. And oh, they put damn. it in there anywhere. Yeah. Oh, man. I love stuff like that. I love like trivia about the movie. And we'll look at some trivia too. So that way we can cover all, all aspects. But yeah, I love little, little pieces of information like that because I, and I know. Um, Adam McKay movies. I've watched a lot. Of, I've, I've watched most of the movies he's put out. There, he has a way of just letting the the actors riff and letting them do their thing yeah. to come up with the best scene that he can pick. So, the fact that he, that he had a bigger reaction per knife, that's that's pretty fucking funny. Um, let's see who else. I'm just looking down the list. Anyone else notable? I see Jane Lynch. She's a she's a known uh, person here. Oh let's yeah, see. for sure. Dale Earnhardt um, Jr. played as Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh my God! When he asked for his, he asked for Ricky Bobby's autograph. <laughs> that's that's um, always. But I mean, the whole little crew. Oh, Rob Rob Riggle, um, uh, Jack McBrayer, David Kochner. Oh, that yeah, that's um. Oh God, what is he? Um, but that's yeah. what I mean. Like when Adam Adam Sandler, like uh. Will Ferrell is like they have their own little group that they like cameo in their movies or whatever, and yeah. they're always the same crew and they're hilarious, hilarious. I, I love uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Rob Riggle. He's he's hilarious. Oh man, Rob Riggle is is hysterical and funny. But again, even his stepbrothers, pa. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his place though, and then see, I love an actor who knows what his strength is. Like Rob Riggle is not again, the guy is phenomenal. I think he's a great talent. But I think he knows he's not a leading man, right? And so you never see him as the main character of any movie. But the, any movie he's in, he steals the show. The scene that he's in is memorable. The, the, the role he plays, he always knows his place but always does it well. So I think that's kind of a strength of some of these character actors that you they know that they're not the best, you know? But, um, but yeah, no, he, he's great. Um, but that, you're right. Will Ferrell uses the same actors or, or some of the same actors in these different movies. And that's, you know, again, you get a crew that works well together and you want to keep making movies and doing things with, together. So, you know, it, that, that's always, um, always so much fun to see. Um, and it's crazy looking at the two sons because they ha- like their pictures are showing like now that they're older, like compared to his movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seeing them all grown. One of them, I, I don't even like recognize him. Texas Ranger and Walker. Oh God, yeah, and that's funny too because, but that's and that's the fun part of of um those are some dated references, right? Like at the time, yeah. Walker Texas Ranger was like a big show with Chuck Norris, right? And so as you as the movie ages, that joke 
gets less and less funny if you don't know anything about it, right? Like, <laughs> if, if, you, if you grew up at the time and you knew who Walker, Texas Ranger was, when you hear the name <laughs> Texas Ranger and Walker, <laughs> you know he's referencing that thing. But um, that's, again, it, it, the movie has a few moments that, only a few that, like, would be dated a little bit down the road. Yeah. But other than, I mean, but the rest of it works. The rest of it works so well. I like I like um, to watch it because of the old, uh, all the old logos they had, like uh, Pizza Hut, Mountain Dew, Powerade, uh, Wonder Bread, all of that, like all the old, old, like logos and stuff they were using at the time. And and there's, oh, that whole sequence when they're doing the commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole montage of crazy ass commercials. Um, yeah, he did the red cheese and if you don't chew red you <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> exactly. Like that just comes out of the blue, but I think that's again, you give him you give him the the direction, you go here. Get, do an ad for red chew. <laughs> he's just like, if you don't chew red chew, fuck you. Like you're like, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> and it hits you like out of the blue. Um and then there was the blooper reel, the, there was the gag reel at the end. That had all the 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 extra commercials yeah. that he did. Uh, he did, I think, a funeral home commercial, and oh my god, uh, that's gotta it. be hard though to be doing a movie with Will Ferrell. Like, how how do you even keep a serious face like that? that that's what I'm saying. Like, how, how do you keep it together when a guy is like riffing really hard? There's a couple. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a couple of scenes in different movies where I am dying laughing, and I'm thinking. How the fuck on the set you don't hear anybody else like dying <laughs> like, of laughter? <laughs> you'd have to put me in a soundproof room because I would be like, "Oh man." My my thing is if 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 somebody else laughs, even I, I'll find it funny. But if somebody else laughs, I find it even funnier. Contagious, contagious. It's, yeah, that's why when when uh, on the live streams and when I talk to Jimmy on 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 the the, the um in the lobbies when he laughs at something. I'm not, I don't think it's hysterical funny. I just think it's funny because he's laughing about it. And yeah. it's like an infectious laugh. So it's the same thing in the movie. I'm like, if if one person breaks character, I'm done. I, like, if I was on the set, I'd be done. God, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right. So let's, let's go down some of the memorable quotes. And let's just uh, kind of see. And then we'll go into some trivia. I think this would be fun because it's a different direction. Like, So, guys, if you tune into this podcast and you listen to the Be Kind Rewind podcast, it's different. It's different hosts and different guests that we bring on, and there's a different show almost every time because it all depends on the level of of interest from the guests. So, for example, some and when I did the the Joker Be Kind Rewind podcast, it was a more serious discussion about mental health because that's what the movie was about. But um, Chat Mom, who who was my my host or my co-host at the time that's kind of where she was at with the movie. She wanted to talk about that more. So I like the fact that we're talking about specific pieces of the film, quotes, and trivia, because that's kind of right up my alley as well. So again, it's, it's all depending on the, on the host. So always tune in. You never know who's going to be in and where the, the podcast will go in directions. So You're only going like to get that. the best content with this guy right here. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you like how I weave the commercial in our podcast. Yes, so, sir. Shit. Always, promo, promo, always, promo. Always selling the product. I'm like a drug dealer. I'm like it's... I'm like the Jehovah's Witness for Big Llama Show. <laughs> Do you have time to talk about the coming of the Big Llama Show? <laughs> no, oh, just only gonna take five minutes. Five minutes. 
<laughs> come on in, come on in. Let's talk about it. Uh, all right, let's see here. Um, so there's a, and I'm looking at um, this is from just so I give them credit. Screen Rant says here's the top twenty, and we'll let's see if we agree <laughs> or disagree with these. Uh, the top twenty funniest Ricky Bobby quotes from Talladega Nights. Um, so these are featuring Will Ferrell. So it says here, if you ain't first, you last. Well, of course, that's got to be the first one. Actually, um, let's see. Do we want to share screen? No, no. We'll just read, just read through it. Uh, here we go. It says, pleasing the fans. Uh, this is one of them. He says, uh, this is when he's signing things. And he's like, absolutely, ma'am. I'd love to sign your sign baby. Your baby. <laughs> <laughs> and he's signing breasts. And he's signing all kinds of shit over there. Uh, and that's when, that's when Dale Earnhardt Jr. shows up for his cameo. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't he, tell the other drivers. Yeah, don't tell all the guys, man. He's like, hey, I'll see you out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. Like, cause, cause honestly, like they had, um, I think huge support from NASCAR. They because did. They, they they were allowed to use the, the the truck series. I mean, the the car series and the and the race tracks and and actual sponsors and names. And so, um, that's great when you can get a partnership like that. But the fact that you get a cameo from from that driver who was at the time one of the top drivers, yeah. like that's amazing, man. That's awesome. And again, it, it gives them all personality. Because you don't know anything like that. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. This is when um, Cal Naughton is now dating his wife. And uh, he, Ricky Bobby's like, I was only gone for three hours. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> she moved on. Uh, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Um this is another one. This is when I guess he's driving. It says, uh, when uh, he's driving, it says, he makes the comment, the ninjas are trying to get me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that's when he came back and he's like, he's like, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. He's rolling around. I mean, that is funny as well. It's like, help me, Oprah. Help me, Beyonce. Or right, even I'm when not- he first crashed the car and he's like, oh, I'm flying. <laughs> Oh, oh, here we go. This is another good one. Um, they're at the dinner table, right? Him and his wife in that crazy dinner table scene with uh, thank you, you know, sweet baby Jesus. Little, you know. <laughs> and oh, yeah, then, eight, um, eight ounce baby Jesus. Yeah, the sweet uh, eight, eight pound, two, two ounce Jesus. Not um, even knowing a single word. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what was it? I like to picture Jesus with a bow tie. <laughs> Oh my God! Anyway, so he says uh, he tells everyone, everyone turn away. Things are going to get crazy. We're going to make animal noises, and that's when oh he's yeah. attacking his wife in front of the kids. No, but I, the grandson, the grandson was like, "Chip, I'm ten years old, but I'll beat your ass." <laughs> exactly. You're going to let him talk to you like, and I love his response. Hell yeah, I'm going to let him talk to you like that. Those, Those are, are winners. winners. That's what winners, winners do. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, let's see. Let's see. I, I don't like these quotes. These quotes don't, obviously shake and bake the perfect the perfect pairing when he's like shake and bake. You know, I, um, I like I like the Magic Man one better. I do magic like man. the Magic Man. Now you yeah. see me. Now you don't. <laughs> Doing the John Cena. Did John Cena take it from them? <laughs> no, I think I think they took it to John Cena, but definitely did. I'm telling you, a better, uh, better product. The shake and bake was funny when uh, he they did it to uh, the 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 Frenchie. It's, it's a Frenchie, right? It's like 
shake a and they're like in one ear and in his other ear. He's like, <laughs> he's like, what? what is that? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Let's see. These are pretty interesting. Um, oh, <laughs> this is a random quote <laughs> when he's talking about medical breakthroughs. And again, this is Will Ferrell playing it super straight, like just being confident in his delivery. He says, I just read in the newspaper that they put a pig heart and it's some guy in Russia. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, I don't even remember that from the I don't remember either, but like it, it, those are some of the ridiculous things that he says. Um, no, uh, Will Ferrell, you know, he, he never fails. Never fails. No, never. And he, they, I, did you watch uh, uh, Get Hard with, with Kevin Hart? Oh my God. I, I, yeah, I love that movie. I, I feel like he just gets better with age, bro. He's like, he's like fine wine. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Here, here's a good one. When he meets uh, Frenchie, he says, you sound like a dog with peanut butter on the roof of his mouth. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen is overdoing the accent, like huge, yeah, which sure. which is so like so smart to do. Um, but, yeah, you sound like a dog. with. And, and it, again, he's just I think they're at the bar and, you know, um, <laughs> He puts he puts the the jazz music on, and then oh, like yeah. they all start freaking out. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> right, uh, and then they're, they're like, "We use that for profiling." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and then I love it. Frenchie's like, "Well, why is it in the jukebox if you don't want to play?" <laughs> oh my god, that's in the uh, profiling purposes. And, and the freakout is just unnecessary, and that's another part like how ridiculous it goes that it's just jazz music and they're like they're like fucking flipping out like someone stabbed them yeah, in the ear for real. <laughs> oh my god let's see um <coughs> uh, this, is, this is a good i don't know if you remember this one but this was another good one he said he's being helpful he says um he quotes here well let me just quote the late great colonel sanders who said i'm too drunk to taste this chicken <laughs> like who comes up with that shit? Like nobody wrote that. Like somebody got drunk and just said that. <laughs> that sounds like cod lobby. Like yo, for real. That's that's all, <laughs> bro. It reminds me of Jimmy for real though. That that's like literally like all the way up Jimmy's alley. The most out of pocket things you could ever say. Oh my god. Let's see. Oh man. Um. Oh, this is a good one too. I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. Excellent. That to me. So use that to this day. Exactly. That is that. See, that's a funny line, and a true line. Like, like, like you would you could use that anywhere. Anytime. Bro. <laughs> I wake up in the morning. I piss excellence. Like, Might fuck tweet you. That out tomorrow <laughs> you should totally. We should. That should be the tagline. Because I always grab a quote for the tagline of the podcast. Yeah, so I think I think um, I'm gonna put you know the big llama Roma to I woke up this morning and piss excellence. <laughs> Check excellent. out the podcast. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be the tagline. That's what's gonna be on the description. Oh man, let's see. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, this is when he's he's hurt his legs. He's like handsome, beautiful, articulate sons who sons. are talented, <laughs> who are talented and star athletes, and they have their legs taken Take away. Taken away from them. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> That's another another classic line. Don't you put that evil on me? <laughs> exactly. And but that's that's that sequence, like I said, is one of the funniest bits. And again, Michael Clark Duncan sells it so well. And when he because he, he got pissed, he's like, don't you put that evil on me? 
<laughs> no, no, he's got to hear the truth. Your legs are not broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and leading up to it, wasn't he playing basketball? In, in, in Yo, the, with the, the wheelchair. <laughs> and then he's like, where did he get the wheelchair from? He stole, he stole it from the from the uh, cafe downstairs. <laughs> he's in there playing basketball in a wheelchair. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, what hospital has a basketball uh, court inside of him? Right, right, right there for everyone to play while he's uh, getting on. He's on the mend. Oh my god! <laughs> Here we go. Oh, this is uh, this is uh, Cal Naughton says. Uh, From now on, you're the magic man, and I'm El Diablo. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay, then there's the dear eight pound, six ounce newborn infant Jesus. <laughs> Don't even know a word yet. Don't even know a word. Oh man! I mean, like I said, there's just so many things. Uh, oh yeah, they also have the aggressive advertising. If you don't uh, chew big red, then fuck you. <laughs> that, if you don't classic. watch the llama show. Fuck you. Fuck you. You don't subscribe. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> we got. We gotta get. We gotta get a soundboard in here, man. I gotta have a little bleep. Exactly. No, I mean, listen. The podcast is for adults only, so it doesn't matter. Um, Kids in bed. But yeah, we forgot to tell them, but you know what? Oh, put the, I, put the I put a warning. I always put a warning before. If you don't listen to the warning, that's on you. You don't listen to the warning. Exactly. And yeah, they they, fin- they capped it off with, uh, uh, I'm not sure what to do with my hands is one of the funniest things he does in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think if I ever come back on the long I'm just, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, I think one day I'm just gonna randomly when I'm talking to AD on the Sunday night live stream. I'm just gonna go like this. I'm just gonna put my hands up, be like, I, I don't know what to do with my hands, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that's that's some of the to quotes, and that's those are just Ricky Bobby quotes, but there are countless other quotes. Um, that wasn't even like I feel like that wasn't even a good list. That one didn't even do the movie. Justice. That that list kind of sucked. Like you know, it didn't do the movie justice. They missed so much in there. Screen rant, like you're horrible. Like that was horrific, man. Like never use screen rant again. I, they didn't. They didn't. Thing. They didn't uh, quote the dad one time. Right, right. They just. I think they just picked obscure. You know how sometimes like like um, online content people like try to like give you like the most obscure reference to show how cool yeah. they are. I think that was one of those fucking fake ass cool lists. Like we know Ricky Bobby better than anybody else. Here's some. Here's some quotes you may not even heard. Here's a mid. Here's some <laughs> mid quotes. Uh, so yeah, we're 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 officially saying fuck you, Screen Rant. Thank you for for ruining half the show. <laughs> uh, let's let's see. Uh, all right, so I like to go into trivia. So we, were, we you wanted to to lose some trivia. So let's go to some Ricky Bobby Talladega Nights trivia. Um, Oh, okay. So this is how they pitched the movie. They said that the producers pitched the movie idea to the studios in six words. They said, Will Ferrell as a NASCAR driver. And they and fucking they were already on board. They were he, like... Really? Like, they could have said anything. As long as Will Ferrell was there? Where, where do I sign? Where do I sign? Exactly. Oh, my God. So let's see. Um, I seen another one. It was um, that... So... The, the picture they're trying to create with the at least the, the impersonating of NASCAR driver supposed to be uh, your typical NASCAR driver from like the 60s and 70s. Okay. Which kinda yeah. hit, it it kind of hit it spot on. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny that, like I said, they they're very specific on, on what how they're making fun of NASCAR. Again, they it, it's a tongue in cheek. It's it's a cheeky, you know, like, look, we're NASCAR is giving us the rights to do these things. <laughs> they no, they helped them like produce the movie, right? And in the same website, they're saying how that like while they're producing the movie that you know they they went to so and so track um, for for this race um, just to get. Um, cutscenes like of the the cars racing and actually had the cast sit sit in passenger with the uh with the nascar driver doing like 180 and like all of them were saying they're so scared all right so so there's two there's two interesting factors i just saw here so first of all you know back to the nascar thing so it says nascar officials objected to the original title so they didn't want the original title of talladega nights uh and the working title which is funny in itself is high, wide, and handsome. <laughs> like that without have worked. <laughs> uh, and it says loud and proud was also considered. <laughs> like what the fuck? That's a terrible. That's why, that's why you guys do races, not movies. Right. Well, that's why. Tal- but but Talladega gave it the name. Talladega gives it like that credibility for NASCAR yeah. fans who who you know. And I didn't know anything about Talladega other Daytona. than right. Well, yeah, Daytona Nights, right? But but I but again. Those are big, ginormous, like uh, racing events that you know you you take. It's like using the title Super Bowl. Like you know, that's the, the pinnacle of football, right? So same thing with Talladega or Daytona. You know, that's the pinnacle of NASCAR. So for those fans, it's like huge for them. Um, this one is interesting. This is kind of because this is you know back in the day here. It says here the first four hundred thousand four hundred thousand PlayStation Three systems included a Blu-ray copy of this movie. A month before they released the DVD. Didn't know that. That's crazy. So the the movie was in wide circulation. Like it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Um I, I oh I forgot to bring my copy. I have my copy out there. I could have I have I have one somewhere in here as well. <laughs> yeah, I love to show it off because I you know I buy I I buy movies like crazy, man. It's like a hobby of mine. Um let's see. Let's see, the, the car that Ricky Bobby drives over the course of the movie is a 1969 Chevrolet Chevelle Malibu. I don't know much about Bad cars, man. Oh, okay. Look at this. Even, even the big-time directors. It says, this is a personal favorite movie of acclaimed filmmaker Christopher Nolan from The Dark Knight. Uh, that's, that's high praise when one of those dudes likes your fucking movie. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I just read this. So John C. Riley, and I remember this, and I don't know why I saw this, but Days of Thunder was playing somewhere in the background somewhere. I, I, I was watching Days of Thunder is the Tom Cruise NASCAR movie. And I noticed that John C. Riley, Cal Naughton, is in that movie as a pit crew member. And so it says this is John C. Riley's second movie about racing, the first one being Days of Thunder. So he played almost the exact same character. What so maybe there's a multiverse of of uh, John C. Uh, Riley, of John C. Riley, like he's Cal Naughton in different movies. So, I want to, I want to say that he's he's done movies without Warfare, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, he's done a bunch. He's done a bunch of movies. He, I don't know. I can't like to to my to the top of my head. I, I don't think I can picture him in a movie without him. <laughs> No, he he was in um, Boogie Nights. He was in Chicago. He's been, I mean, Boogie Nights is one of like another one where he kind of plays the same character, 
but he's a magician. So like him calling himself Magic Man, I think is a nod to his old character. But like, it's fucking funny. Like he, he's a he's a good actor. He, he's done a bunch of stuff. Um, let's see. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else here. Um, oh, the cast features one Oscar winner, which is Adam McKay, the director, and five Oscar nominees. So this Adam. movie is stacked with people who have been nominated for Oscars. John C. Riley was nominated, Sasha Baron Cohen, Michael Clark Duncan, and Amy Adams, which is his eventual love interest at the end. It's still got to be in doing numbers, dude. I watch it. I watch it like every other week on, on Netflix. Yeah, it's just it's just so much fun to just sip. It's one of those movies that you can turn your brain off. And that's kind of how I enjoy the movie. Is like I never really take it super serious. I I love all the quotables. It's just a fun watch. And so like that to me is a sign of a great comedy. Like if I can just turn it on and laugh at any point and I don't have to worry about the story or the you know, that's kind of how I feel about this particular movie. It's, it's still got a great story when you think about it. It, it does. Yeah, and, and I'm not taking away from the story, but like you're right. It's it's still a great a great story. It still um, makes sense. Like, it's just not stupid to be stupid. Yeah. Makes, you know, it's the rise and the fall, right? It's how he becomes who he is, how he loses his... his um, he, he loses Family. His, well... well he loses his edge, right? Like he, you know, yeah. he loses the ability to win, and then how he gets it back, right? And then there's there's a whole that whole sequence with the what was it, the jaguar or the puma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he had a, um, I think it was a puma or something like that. Yeah, and no, and that thing is just sitting in the back, and he, he's got cougar. That's what it's cougar, cougar, a cougar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And then the dad, the dad was like, "Oh, you got to you got to break a key, uh, a brick of coke, cocaine under your under your car. You better haul out." And he had the police chasing him and shit with a cougar in his back seat. Exactly. Like, who the fuck does that? Who who? But again, it's it's the movie itself serves a pretty a pretty funny you know purpose, and the characters actually grow in the movie. Like, his wife never grows. His wife is the same person that she always is. Uh, a gold digging, you know, uh, you know, NASCAR trophy wife, um, who at the drop of a dime, like, oh, you're not winning anymore. Fuck you. I'm going with Cal. And yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and then he, he 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 put his face in all the dudes' pictures. Oh, yeah. oh even yeah. all right. So here's another one. Like how I was saying, like like all the old school stuff, like all the old school logos and stuff. When then when um, Ricky Bobby and his his wife get married and they they show all like the wedding picture how everybody has the red eyes like I used to do back in the day with the camera yeah yeah <laughs> oh my god like that was another like funny like exchange which is uh, he I've only been gone for a short period of time she, he's already moved in you know he, he's he's like hey and then he calls him like hey man. You ever hear funny noises in your house in the middle of the night? He's like, "Don't call me. Why are you calling me?" He's sitting there with my wife. He's like, "He's like, listen, don't uh, just because you, uh, your life's life's going bad or something like that. Don't throw out your, the last person, your best friend." He said, <laughs> "You took everything away from me. Why am I talking to you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So serious, but not serious question. Did Cal Naughton tap that ass? Oh, for on sure. the wife, you, th- you think sure. so? 
somewhere. That's but but that's like betrayal. That's like the, the bro code betrayal. Like I, you're not my Listen, friend. If you take the time to put a picture of your face over that man's face, <laughs> that's crazy. In that's his own crazy. home. In his own home. Like that's disrespect right there. <laughs> it's fucking disrespect. Three hours. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, man. Oh man, no, that's that. That to me was like. The one moment I was like, "Nah, fuck this guy!" Like, like I would punch Cal Norton. I would, I would punch him in his in his shit right then and there. Um, you took my wife. Oh my Came god, magic man! <laughs> <laughs> Can I just win one time? No, <laughs> that means I would lose. How would I win? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I do the winning. <laughs> But what's again? What's great is how they the big like the start of it all, right? Like, uh, and then we didn't even talk about the start, like how they got into the car, right? But like, the fucking driver who they were supporting was like, he gets out of the pit and he goes, "I'm gonna go get a sandwich, man." <laughs> no, no, he said, he said, "I gotta take a piss. We're last place, anyways." <laughs> then he's sitting over there eating. <laughs> no, they were showing, and the movie actually opens up. With Ricky Bobby as a small child. Oh, the mom, right. his he mom goes into the store. He hops in the front seat and hauls ass with the car. I'm like, me as a kid watching this, I'm like, bro, there's no way. No way I could ever do that. And then even with my younger mind, I'm like, how did they even do this? Like, they really put a kid in the driver's seat? Oh, yeah. Just yeah. to make the movie? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> no. It- but you know you're right. You're right. So it's it's like kind of his origin story, right? Where as a kid, and his dad gets thrown out of fucking uh, parent night or parent day at the school. Yeah, <laughs> he, he comes. He comes school. in smoking a cigarette. He's he's all fucked up, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, uh, because the winners is what gets paid. <laughs> exactly. <Hey. laughs> like, I'm, like I'm sorry, you need to leave. <laughs> Don't listen to this your teacher. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And then he gets You're a winner, out. son. You ain't first. You're last. And that's like the lasting like quote. Obviously, that's like the, the most popular quote in the entire movie is if you're not first, you're last. And um for a long time, I kind of subscribed to that. I think that's fucking right. If you're not first, you're last. If you're or first, you're, the- you're last. What is it? The second place is the first loser. Like that's like all those types of things I think is true. And so like, it's weird. Like how, how deep of a meaning it could have, but really it's just fucking ridiculous. Exactly. He, 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 in the end of the movie, he he confronts his dad and he's like, but if you ain't first, you're less. And he's like, he's like, what do you mean? The second, third, fourth. And he's like, I based my whole life on this. Oh yeah, he's like, I just made he's that like, shit up. He said I was coked up. What do you expect? <laughs> I mean, but and it, it's it's just that's the guy. That's who he is. <laughs> he's he's Gary. And then they go out as a family to Applebee's. I like I like how they pick like Applebee's as the as a as restaurant, the, like the most random restaurant. And then he keeps getting kicked out of Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's. And, Apple the one, the one over there, the one in Port St. Lucie, terrible. <laughs> terrible. Yo, I had to wait like 45 minutes just to pay my bill. I've never had a good experience at an Applebee's. Never. That was the only never. time I ever went, and I probably won't ever go back. Shit. 
There we there goes my sponsorship deal with Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's. Wait, stop. Cut the check. <laughs> exactly. Unless you cut the check, then I'm I'm all over your uh your zingers or whatever fuck appetizers you guys have. Midget. Go to go to Wingstop. Get some of that lemon pepper. <laughs> uh, let me tell you a story of Applebee's because this is the funniest thing. I we we take we we're with um we're with some baseball kids. Kids, they're like nine, ten years old. And we bring this one kid over, go to Applebee's, and he finds the most expensive thing. He finds the steak and broccoli. And he fucking orders the steak and broccoli. Nine years old. This little kid's fucking with a fork and knife, cutting up steak, just enjoying the shit out of it. And I'm like, I'm paying for this shit. Like, we're all getting burgers. You over here getting fucking steak. I don't know. I'm not even getting steak. <laughs> that's ballsy. That's right. Ball- that's, that's some balls on your ass. Like, come on, man. By any chance, was he, was he Caucasian? You know he was Caucasian. Had to have been. Had to have been. Who orders steak and broccoli? Spanish house your mom. Your mom if, if you leave and, and, and your mom tells you when you, when you go to a restaurant, your mom, this, you better get chicken fingers and french fries. That's it. Exactly. That's you it. get the cheapest shit on the menu uh, for come a long up. time. And it doesn't, just let me know what I'm getting. You know what I'm saying? You order for me. Yeah, exactly. For a long time, even, even like... like it, it, that custom has, has stayed with me for so long that even when I like was working and, and like it was expense and like our bosses took us out to dinner or some shit, I would always look around and say, okay, what, what are they ordering in what price range? Cause I don't want to be that guy who's off, you know, who, who's like way the oh. fuck off and, and be like ordering the lobster and shit. So I'm just oh, like, no. I, I'd be doing mental math. I'd be like, all right, he had steak. That's $25. All right. That this guy had the, uh, scallops that's 30 all right this guy over here had uh, uh ribs that's another 25 all right i'm in the 25 30 dollar range i got my pick right there and i just go right with it i'm with everybody else oh no like, every time my boss ever paid for me to eat i'm running it up every uh, time every time because a lot of the jobs i've worked working outside listen and a lot of, like we i had this one boss that i that i, I worked for in stewart and he used to take us to ihop and it was in the morning. It, like we'd all get to the shop, and he'd be like, "Oh, let's all go to IHOP, whatever." I'm like, "Listen, I know we're going to work after this." Yeah. Give me the steak and eggs, extra steak, <laughs> and I want chocolate milk. You know, there's oh, no man. refills. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. He's paying. Yeah, exactly. I get sixty refills of that chocolate milk. <laughs> all right, man. So. Bring it back to Ricky Bobby. I think uh, Talladega Nights, The Battle of Ricky Bobby, is a classic. Um, obviously, we give it high praise, high ratings, recommended by us. Uh, if ten, right? I don't think anybody gets to this point in the podcast having not seen it. So, like, I, it would be stupid to be like, go see this movie. But because uh, honestly, you heard about the whole fucking movie if you wait. If you're at this point of the podcast, there's no way <laughs> you've know? never heard of the movie. There's no way. Exactly. If, if you live in North America for at least. Over a year, there's no, there's no way you haven't come across this. Oh, it's playing constantly at doctor's offices and on uh, pay, on uh, free TV. Whatever, it's constant. That's how I used to watch all my movies was on free TV or like like whatever was playing on the the local stations. So and I'd put it on record. Um, all right, so we've basically run down the movie. We had a pretty good time sort of just going through the movie. And this is again, this is what the Be Kind Rewind podcast is about sitting down with a friend and just talking through some movie, talking shit about a movie, enjoying it. And, and again, 
this is not an intellectual podcast where you know we're here breaking down specific scenes and like pacing and fuck that we're talking about the, the funny things about movies the things we love about the, the movies and those are the types of conversations we have so if you like these types of podcasts you want to hear more again make sure like and subscribe make sure you uh follow or whatever the fuck they tell you to do for podcasts i'm still not as familiar on podcasts but if you are watching this on the big llama show on youtube like and subscribe that's how you show appreciation for this All podcast right. and that's how you support the channel so that i can eventually quit my regular job and do this as a full-time job that would yes, that's sir. the dream that's the dream right there coming dude. soon exactly exactly coming soon uh to 5k <laughs> Any parting shots, uh, uh, Roman, before we uh, we adjourn? Got to at least promo myself. Listen, follow me on Twitch, Roman2Raw. Um, and you can also find me on YouTube, Blackout2Raw. Um, uh, what am I missing? Facebook, Gabe Roman. Instagram, Mr. Underscore Roman, underscore, underscore. Thank you. All right. No, hey, self-promo. That's what we got to do. Yes, sir, hey, yes, guys. Sir. Like I said, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the Be Kind Rewind podcast. I'm your host, The Big Llama. Again, we will do these podcasts on different movies. Be on the lookout for movie reactions. If you like movie reaction type content, go to YouTube, The Big Llama Show. And guys, we'll be back with Roman again. Uh, we'll bring him back on to do more Be Kind Rewind podcasts. If you, like you, <laughs> if you like what you saw, make sure you hit, up, hit, up, uh, hit us up in the comments. Uh, let us know what other movies you'd like us to cover. Um, I believe we could probably do Step Brothers next if that's. Oh, gotcha, I mean, yeah. We could just segue from this to Step Brothers. So be on the lookout for Step Brothers. Look, I'm already gonna promo it. We're gonna fucking do it. It's just gonna, it's gonna happen. Step. Well, I look, mean, there's just so many. There's right. Step Brothers. Uh, Get Anchorman. hard. Anchorman. Yeah, um, yeah. What, what was the one? Well, Mark Wahlberg. Oh God, the other guys. The other guys. Oh. oh my gosh, that's another one. Hilarious. With the famous female body inspector? <laughs> Get out of town. What was it? I think that's the line. He's like, I'm so fucking scared right now. <laughs> 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 Which is my favorite line. I use it all the time. So yeah, I no. Love the line. <laughs> we're all right, so we're definitely gonna come back. Roman 2 Raw is gonna come back to the Be Kind Rewind podcast. Again, we're gonna cover a Will Ferrell film. Either Step Brothers, Anchorman, the other guys, one of those three, one of those films we're going to cover. So stay tuned. Come back to the Be Kind Rewind podcast. Show it some love. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. This is the it for the Be Kind Rewind podcast. I'm your host, the Big Llama. He is Roman to Raw. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to see you guys. Guys, be kind, rewind, and we're going to see you on the next one. First off, I don't care what you people say. Never follow rules. I'm a trendsetter anyway. Okay, I march to the beat of my own drum. They say I need rules in my life. Well, I got some. That's one. Kill the competition. Two. Be a loyal dog. Three. And if they snitching on your man, send them to the mall. Four. When you party, go hard till you hit the floor. Five. If you didn't see me do it, what the hell you asking for?